Hi everybody, this is Brian Ford from Ross Video, and welcome to the keyboard mapping tutorial. In this tutorial we're going to look at how you can change existing keyboard shortcuts in Expression, how to create your own shortcuts, and how to create groups of shortcuts so that you can perform multiple actions with a single keystroke. So let's get started. The first thing we'll do is go to the keyboard GPI mapping menu, which you'll find under the edit menu. Now there's three main types of shortcuts in Expression. The first is project shortcuts. This is where you'll create any shortcuts that you want saved with the project that you're working in. As you load different projects, the shortcuts saved with each of those projects will get loaded and show up in the project shortcuts section. You can have global shortcuts which are not associated with any particular project. So it doesn't matter which project you have loaded, these global shortcuts will always be available. And then there's local shortcuts. These are the shortcuts that are used within various parts of the expression UI. So within the material manager or the object manager or scene manager, for example, you'll find different shortcuts that you can change there. This is also where you'll change any of the shortcuts in the main menu within expression. So if you wanted to change something like the revert shortcut or the save or save as, you can change these to be anything that you want. So let's take a look at how we could do that. Now the first thing we have to do is create a new keyboard map. You'll see at the top here that we currently have the default keyboard map loaded. And the default keyboard map cannot be edited. So in order to change a shortcut, you first have to save a new map. So I'll hit the save button next to the keyboard map name, and I'll give it a name of tutorial. And hit OK. Now it tells me I already have one called tutorial, so I'm just going to overwrite it and say replace. Okay, so now I have the tutorial map loaded. If I wanted to change the revert shortcut, for example, so that it's not F9, I could right-click on it and say clear. So now there's no shortcut assigned to revert. If I want to set a new shortcut, I can either right-click and choose assign shortcut, or in the shortcut details section down here, I can hit the set button. Now all I have to do is hit a button on the keyboard uh, to assign an action. So let's say I wanted it to be Shift F9. So I hit Shift F9 and that shows up under the direct access shortcut column beside revert. If I hit OK and go to the file menu, I'll now see that revert has Shift F9 assigned to it. I'll go back to the keyboard and GPI mapping menu, go back to revert and I'll set that back to its default. I can right click and say revert to default and you'll see it went back to F9 which is the default for revert. So I can change any of the shortcuts for all of the items within the various main menus under the file menu, edit, windows, etc. And likewise you could change shortcuts for actions within the material manager, scene manager, etc. Now let's take a look at how we could create a new shortcut. So I'm going to add shortcuts to the project itself. Along the right side of the menu here you'll see all of the various things that you can assign a shortcut to and they're all categorized within different groups. So if you wanted to do something with the channels such as clearing the channels you'll find those under channel functions or things within the sequencer will be under the sequence group. So you can explore the groups on your own to find some of the more interesting shortcuts. Let's create a very basic one, which we'll find in the sequence group. 
and it's called take. This allows us to take items to air using keyboard shortcuts. So what I'm going to do is drag the take item from the global functions list into the project shortcuts and it'll show up beneath the quick menu option here and it has an option of take and you'll see down at the bottom we have the shortcut details and various options for that particular take action. So the first thing we'll do is let's give it a new name. So let's use this shortcut to take our title page to air. So let's change it from a name of take to take title page. And I'm going to set a shortcut for this, so I'll hit set. And let's say I want to use control shift T to take my title page. Now under the take options, I can choose various things. In this case, I want to take a particular take ID to air. So I'm going to choose the take ID option. And I can see in my sequencer behind here, my title page is take ID number five. So we'll just come down here and put take ID five. And I want to move sequencer focus to that item when I take it. I can also choose if I want it to go to a particular frame buffer. I'll just leave it at default and whether or not I wanted to advance the sequencer after taking it. And I'll leave that unchecked as well. So let's drag another one in as well. I'll put it below here. And we'll change this one to take head to head. So this is going to be a head to head matchup graphic. And I'll assign a shortcut of control shift H for this graphic. And this will be take ID number four. And I'll leave all the other options unchecked. Okay, so we can save this now just by hitting okay. So now I'm back in the sequencer and if I wanted to take my title page there, I could hit control shift T and you'll see that it took take ID number five online to its default channel, which is frame buffer one, layer zero. And it also moved sequencer focus to that item. If I hit control shift H, that took take ID number four on air to its default channel. And it did not move sequencer focus in this case because I didn't have that option selected. So those keyboard shortcuts now are active no matter where you are in expression. Even if I'm in layout mode here, all I have to do is hit control shift T and my title card will go on air. So that's a quick way that you can assign shortcuts to some of your most frequently used graphics. So let's go back into the keyboard mapping menu and take a look at some of the other options that we could put uh, into our shortcuts list here. Under the sequence group, you'll find some very useful ones such as set frame buffer, set layer, set transition. So let's say we wanted a shortcut that would switch a graphic from a cut to a dissolve. I can drag a set transition in. Let's edit the name just to make it more clear to us. Call it set transition dissolve. And I want this to set the in transition and the out transition both to dissolves let's say 15 frames and I'll assign a shortcut of control shift
and let's assign a shortcut of Control-Alt-D. Now you'll notice that I got a warning symbol here saying Control-Alt-D conflicts with another shortcut, which is already in the main menu, and that's the deploy shortcut. So if I wanted to, I could go back and let's just clear that from deploy. So I'm going to use Control-Alt-D to set my transition to a dissolve. So now I could select any item in the sequencer. Let's say it's my title page still. And I hit Control-Alt-D. And you'll notice that in the transition in-out column, it switched from cut to dissolve. Now sometimes you might want to perform multiple actions with the same keystroke. So in this case, what you could do is create groups of keyboard actions. So I'm going to drag in the group icon here. And let's call this group. And in this case, I'm going to group together a couple things, like perhaps that dissolve, and maybe a take command, and maybe changing the layer as well, all at once. So let's say group take with dissolve to frame buffer 2. Okay, so now inside this group I'm going to drag a couple of actions. So let's go back to our sequence group here and say the first thing I want to do is set the transition. So we'll have this set again to dissolve. And let's say I want to set the item frame buffer 2 and then I want to take it and in this case I'm going to take the current sequence item so wherever I have focus in the sequencer that's the item I'm going to take now if I want to run all these items together what I have to do is on the group uh, item I have to check this option saying run all children actions when group triggered and now I can assign a shortcut to the group itself. So I'll say set, and let's use the shortcut of control 2, because this is going to take stuff to frame buffer 2. So what this should do now is run through all three of these children actions together whenever I hit control 2. So the first thing it should do is set the item to dissolve, change the frame buffer to frame buffer 2, and then take the item to air. So if I hit OK here, now let's go to a different graphic here, for example, uh, commentators. Now if I hit Control 2, so several things happened there very quickly, so it was hard to see. But essentially it changed the frame buffer here in the output column to frame buffer 2, changed the transition to dissolve, and then took the item on air, all with a single keystroke. So that's a very powerful way of assigning many actions to occur with a single keystroke. Now let's take one more look at how we can use the group action to perform some useful functions. In this case we're going to use it in layout mode during the design stage for example. So I'm going to go back to the keyboard mapping menu and I'm starting with a blank slate here again. So inside the project shortcuts the first thing I want to do is drag the group option in. 
Now in this case, I'm going to create a keyboard shortcut that will uh, add a logo to a scene and position it into a preset location. Now if you don't have a keyboard action to do this, it would be a three-step process. You would first have to create a blank quad in your scene, go to the material manager, find your logo, and then position the quad appropriately within the scene. But let's create one keyboard shortcut that's going to do all that simultaneously. So I'll just name the group Create Logo Shortcut. And I'll assign a shortcut of Control Shift L to this. Now the first thing I want to do in this group is create a quad, which I'll find under the Primitives group. I'll drag that in. And you have to make sure it's actually a child of the group. If you end up with it not a child, you can just use these arrows here to move it into the group. So now it's a child. I also have to make sure in the group I turn on this run all children actions when group triggered. Otherwise it won't execute all the actions together. So this will create a blank quad first in my scene. Then I want to assign a material to it, which I'll find in the layout group here. So I'll drag assign material in. And I already know I have a material called sports logo. So I'll just type the name here. And then I want to position that quad somewhere within my scene. So I'll use this set object transform action, add it to the group, and I know that I only want to position it in X and Y. I don't want to adjust the Z. And I want it to be at 490 and 900. So that's going to be in the upper left corner. Okay, so that's all I want to do. So we'll hit OK. And remember that Control Shift L is a shortcut. So now I'm in a blank scene. If I hit Control Shift L, it should create a quad assign my sports logo to it, and set the transform coordinates to 490 and 900. And this keyboard shortcut now will work in any scene. So if I go to a lower third here, and I hit Control shift l that's going to add my logo. So it's a real quick way to create shortcuts that will add often used objects to various scenes. So that concludes the tutorial. I hope you've found it useful. And until next time, thanks for watching.